back with another episode of the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. It's Gerald Glassford coming right back at you here from Lakers Fast Break. Pop Culture Cosmos, where we cover the latest news and trends in pop culture each and every week, twice a week. And we've got a big state of pro wrestling that's coming up on Monday. So go ahead and check that out wherever you get your podcast. Plus also as well, Inside Sports Fantasy Football, where we're covering the draft this week. Also as well, Aaron Rodgers moving to New York. So go ahead and check that out wherever you get your podcast there. Game Source, of course, the great folks at LakersBall.com. Go ahead and check out Ox1947 right there for you at LakersBall.com. Plus also as well, his great company, Simblades. Mr. Joe Soro, Simblades. <laughs> Joe is late. You guys wanted it this late. I was going to do it earlier, but uh, hey, we'll go ahead and do that now. But also as well, Simblades, Simblades with a Y.com. Also, I want you to go ahead and check out our good friend Stone Hansen. Stone Hansen, you can find him and the guys talking NBA drafts at the NBA Draft at the Upside Swings NBA Draft podcast. And of course, our good friends, the number one Lakers blogger that's out there, Laker Tom, and his good friend Jamie Sweet, Yami Sweet, who said he would be back this week to be on the show at some point in time. So I'm hoping he'll drop by soon. And you can find them both at Lakerholics.com. Also, swell the John McCallion channel. He had on a good video yesterday. So go ahead and check that out and subscribe and like while you're there at the John McCallion channel. John McCallion on YouTube. And remember, speaking of YouTube, please go ahead and like and subscribe. And if you can, you'll get the latest notifications on when we go live on the air with another great Lakers fast break program, whether it's NBA observations, the Lakers snack pack. Do you know your Lakers trivia, Lakers history 101? Of course, our world-famous Lakers post games, which we're going to do another one on Tuesday. That's a few coming up more, so we're looking forward to that. Plus, also as well, I've got a big thank you for everyone out there as we just achieved a milestone here at the Lakers Fast Break. 100,000 audio downloads, which we just crossed that barrier because you gave us the largest ever downloaded audio podcast from the Lakers fast break. So we truly appreciate it. Did you out there push us to one of the top 100 basketball shows in the world? We'll find out. I'll go ahead and see if I get the numbers while we're on the air. We'll go ahead and find out and see, but it is all because of you. And we thank you so much for being part of it. And if you could go ahead and support everything that we do, it is sincerely appreciated. Well, the Lakers, uh the rest is almost over as we know now who they're going to face off against on tuesday night they're headed to the chase center in san francisco to face off against the golden state warriors after the golden state warriors with a second half and mainly a fourth quarter that just had them hitting shot after shot from stephen curry what a surprise he took over when the rest of his team could not get buckets in the basket, when the rest of his team could not make free throws in the second half, they still pulled away from the Sacramento Kings who showed their lack of experience in the playoffs in that second half and pulled away for a 120-100 to victory. And here today to talk about all the good things that are going on right now in the NBA playoffs, especially now that round two is now coming and is now here, and we know how it's going to be now for the Lakers. Good man indeed. He's the host of Magic Man in the morning. 
on Friday mornings. You got to go ahead and check them out at the Lakers Fast Break YouTube channel. It is the Magic Man and Sean Grice. And Sean, great to have you here. It is going to be a fun and challenging series. I was thinking that Sacramento was the better fit for the Lakers because chasing mm-hmm. Stephen Curry around, having one of those games as you are seeing, like you did earlier today, is going to be a great problem for the Lakers. Will they get it done? I still think so, but it will be no less taxing on everyone chasing those guards around all those screens. Absolutely, Gerald. It's uh, I agree with that uh, synopsis. One through seven, I feel really confident about uh, our style of play versus their one through seven. I really feel that uh, it will be exhausting, but uh, I think I think they understand, and LeBron will be very heavily involved in the defensive schemes this time around as well. Um, because here's the thing: they did play in a playing game, but that that iteration of the Warriors is different, and so are the Lakers. And now it's a seven game series where the Warriors have to face off against uh, Anthony Davis, and that's an entirely different beast, Gerald. Yep, um, that it is. And um, what can you say, man? 56, 55 blocks in uh, six games. Just, uh, just a tremendous outpouring of uh, ferocity. It's um, this is twenty six blocks. I actually, it was incorrect. It was actually twenty six, not twenty four, in that first round series for AD. Yeah. So, um, but still, he's beasting. Um, like I said, I've never seen him play with this kind of ferocity for this consistency it's usually there's a tail off somewhere mm-hmm. not defensively usually offensively but there's just been like his ferocious level is on another level i think uh, we'll be able to uh to beat the warriors but like we talked about Gerald, it will be exhausting because even though and joe and joe made a great point about clay's injury history but i mean still chasing him around screens and taking these bumps. Uh, you want to try and limit that as much as possible because it can be exhausting over 48 minutes and definitely exhausting over a seven-game series. But I like our chances. And, and you know, Gerald, it, it really needs to, to be said that, uh, you know, again, you know, this is another – Another layer to this is obviously D'Angelo Russell playing against his former team again. And um, I think, you know, D'Angelo and Austin need to be really consistent for four out of seven games this series together, like together, rather than one or or the other, Um, especially with the, the Warriors guards ability to just light it up and go off for 40 at any point in time. I think that's also uh, definitely likely. So the Lakers really need to hone in on just their conditioning right now. It's going to be, there's going to be a lot of cardiac output with the Lakers. And uh, I just hope the stamina is there to chase these little buggers around all the time. 
They're going to need it, my friend. They're going to need it indeed because it's going to be a lot of curls, a lot of running around screens for the Lakers. Dennis is going to have to get a big workout. Austin Reeves, D'Angelo Russell, Vanderbilt, all those guys are going to be running around screens. LeBron's going to have to be jumping out and helping as much as he can. A lot of things have to go on as far as that's concerned, including AD popping out from time to time on the shooters to see what we can do to get things done. But I think also a big matchup is keeping Looney off the boards because Looney was going insane on the boards in this past series against Sacramento. And what can we do about trying to limit Draymond on the defensive end and see what we could do to attack him with some ferocity as well. But also here today to talk about the upcoming series and a little bit more of the NBA action as well. We'll cover that as well later in the show. Good man indeed. He is Ox1947 at LakersBall.com. Plus also as well, you got to check him out at his own company if you're in the Southern California area. It is Simblades, Simblades with a Y.com. It is Joe Soro. And I don't think you caught uh, everybody out there. My message earlier said that we've just achieved a milestone here. 100,000 audio downloads. Our highest downloaded show ever from Friday night with the victory that catapulted us, us into the Tuesday play-in. It's Tuesday game against uh, the Warriors for the second round of the NBA playoffs. Hitting all these high scores is great, but it's even better with the Lakers continue to win and move on from the second round. It's been a great weekend. Uh, today, to add to the amazing weekend, we had a massive choke job by another Boston team similar to the one 13 years ago that was the prelude to the eventual Laker-Celtic final. So with that, LeBron gets a, a crack at Steph this time without the help of Kevin Durant. The NBA, I'm sure, was very happy to see Golden State win tonight. Sacramento would have been nice for Laker fans and King fans. Well, you know, the person that's happiest the most is not LeBron or Steph Curry. It's Adam Silver. Yes. Adam Silver is very ecstatic at the moment. It just, I just think they would have preferred to have this in the next round, but they'll take what they can take. Yes. So LeBron versus Steph, four championships versus four championships. Is it safe to say that whomever wins this series wins the title? I don't know if I can go that far, but the thought did go across my mind after Golden State won, especially with the performance that Steph Curry had. I wasn't expecting Steph to drop 50 in Sacramento, but it's actually good because we know he's not going to do it again. So he got it out of it. He got it out of the way. <laughs> uh, the Lakers are. Coming off amazing momentum, and momentum is everything in sports. Momentum is everything in basketball, especially in a situation like this. We're seeing unprecedented wins by teams that should not be winning. Mm -hmm. We just watched the second seed fall, the first seed in the East fall, and then now the third seed fall. We, we discussed this a few weeks ago, I believe. We are getting to that point in the NBA where I think Adam Silver is starting to see the parity in the playoffs like, like, in, like in Major League Baseball and definitely in, 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 in the NHL. 
it's 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 going to be exciting. And then watching Denver shellac Phoenix, that that should be pretty scary for 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 Phoenix at this moment because if if they get beat again in Game Two. I know they're supposed to win at home, but I don't see Phoenix coming back from an 0-2 deficit. They're not wow. mentally strong enough. Chris Paul, God bless him, he's he's he gets worse every series. And then Kevin Durant is so far gone mentally. Uh, I don't know if he ever will come back, even after retirement. And if you want to know what I mean by that is he's he's been so dejected since he's gone to Golden State. I don't even recognize this Kevin Durant from the Kevin Durant that I watched play from 07 to uh, 2016. But enough of the negative. Let's talk about the next series. The Lakers face the Warriors. The Lakers, even through this stagnant run the last decade, they seem to always play well against the Golden State Warriors. That's obviously the regular season, all, although we did beat them in the play, the one play in a couple of years ago. So we're, we're, we're a good matchup against them. And, and Anthony Davis is always going to play a key factor in what this team is eventually going to do during a 48-minute game. I can't sit here and say he's going to have seven Anthony Davis games because that actually would not make any sense. If Anthony Davis plays like Anthony Davis, this series is done in five. That's that's just facts. This is not a Golden State Warrior team that's even as good as it was last year. This is a depleted Golden State Warrior team that had a megastar in Steph Curry grab one big game out of his bag, which the great ones do every now and then, even when they're past their prime. Klay Thompson, unfortunately, did not look good tonight for Golden State. And Draymond Green hasn't looked good for really two years. Offensive rebounding and Steph Curry making timely shots won this series for Golden State. Those things, only one of those things will likely work against the Lakers in the next round. And then on top of that, they're going to have to deal with LeBron. They're going to have to deal with D'Angelo Russell. They're going to have to deal with... Not only Anthony Davis, but they're going to have to deal with a couple of role players like Austin Reeves and Rui, who has size, to, to combat with. It's not a good matchup for the Warriors. If the Lakers are focused and are ready to win a championship, I don't see this going beyond five. But I'll play it safe and say Lakers in six. This is Raphael from NBADraftJunkies.com, and you are listening to the Lakers Fast Break. Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. Uh, so you would watch The Tomorrow War before The Matrix? Yes. If you forced me down, I was tied into a chair and I had to watch one thing, I would say The Matrix Resurrections. Really? Funny. Yeah, because of all the cutscenes, I could remember what a good movie was like. <laughs> well played sir well played yes that's the only reason for the flashbacks to, to remind you what a good matrix movie was that's the pop culture cosmo show and the pcc multiverse catch our shows on worldwide radio seven days a week and wherever you get your podcasts i'm gonna say lakers and six right now and the reason being is because i think the lakers will 
at some point in time succumb to one of those Curry outstanding huge games, at least one of those games where he goes off for 40 plus and it's just going to be a little bit tough to overcome that. But I think the Lakers can get them on Tuesday and start off the series strong. And it will probably go similar to what we saw from Memphis, where they will get a game two, maybe get a game five, but the Lakers will ultimately get the, get the win at home for game six, I think, as far as what how the series will play out. I think, though, that it's going to be a key is just how can you limit Curry from just getting on those just momentum back-breaking runs that only he can get and that you got to slow him down at least a little. I'm not saying you're going to stop him because nobody's going to stop Curry. He's going to chuck up like magic man. And I are arguing about how many shots he's going to take up on Tuesday. It's going to, he's doesn't matter if he threw up 40, close to 40 shots tonight, he's still going to chuck up 25 more on Tuesday. The thing is, what can you do to make sure you prevent those shots from being good, clear, open looks instead contested tough shots, Plus also his layups and his drives to the basket make it difficult with AD and Rui and LeBron trying to go ahead and step in and at least put a hand to go ahead and not block it, but at least make him miss that and alter those shots. There's no way. And that was, by the way, brilliant. That was just absolutely brilliant on Steph Curry's part to get to the hole. I hadn't seen, I hadn't seen Steph Curry do a layup line in a while. That was he is, he is absolutely brilliant going. But to the you hole. do that with AD down there, and you're gonna you're gonna get that. What is it? A Wilson ball now? You're gonna get that Wilson ball in your face. So I, I, I caution you, Steph Curry. If you want to play that game, go ahead. And the reason why he did that was to guarantee his team's gonna win, because no matter how great you are at shooting the ball deep, when that game seven, those game sixes, see, he tried to do that in game six. It didn't work, and they ended up losing at home. He changed it. He changed it in game seven on the road. He said, I can't risk missing these threes because I got a lot of people on me. It's a lot of pressure on me. I'm going to take the easy way out. They're obviously not boxing out. Sabonis, I don't know what the hell happened to Sabonis. Leading rebounder of the NBA couldn't box out air. Like, really? Like, what's going on here? Looney looked like no one was around him. It wasn't even like a body let alone a box out. Looney and Steph Curry getting those X-factor plays is what won this game. And then, the, and then of course, the, the tightness in Sacramento's offense was pressure, pressure. The Sacramento Kings have still not won a game seven ever. However, the franchise has only won one when they were in Rochester. And it happened to be the last time that franchise won a championship, the one and only, <laughs> beating the Knicks. So I it's gonna be it's gonna come down to are the Lakers going to play the way they played in the last game and really the whole series in, in Memphis. I know they had a couple of duds, game two and game five, but you have to understand they were playing the best home team, the best defense and a, uh, in the league. And this is a two seed. So we got to see, we're going to find out here in the first couple games, what's going on. The Lakers split the first two games. It's a success, but I would love for the Lakers to make a little bit of a lesson here and take both, both in, in Golden State to start the series. 
Once again, it's the Lakers fast break. The Lakers are now going to definitely face Golden State on Tuesday. <laughs> That's what I was hoping for. <laughs> I was going to say, Tom shrunk after he got so excited <laughs> from the win on, on Thursday night. He shrunk. He absolutely Tom, shrunk. But he's now grown again. Go ahead, Tom. Tom. Yeah, no, no. I thought Tom uh, Tom was reenacting The Hobbit for a minute. <laughs> there you go, absolutely. But it is a good man indeed. You got to go ahead and check him out as the number one Lakers blogger that's out there. It is Laker Tom from LakerHolics.com. And Laker Tom, great to have you here. Your thoughts on this series initially? I know again, uh, you know, I said that the Lakers do need to be worried about running through five hundred screens. You know, as far as chasing them around. They are going to be tired. Uh, Clay has not been Clay, and is probably not going to be Clay consistently ever again over a seven-game series. Any seven-game series, he'll he'll have moments when he's Clay, but for the most part, you know that that the ship has sailed. I think after those injuries, especially on the defensive end, Curry is still very much Curry as we saw today. But your thoughts so far initially on the round two series, which starts on Tuesday night. You know, I I was really surprised when I broke in and I'm hearing Joe, you know, really going for the first two games. Um, I really wanted to have the Kings because I really felt we could beat the Kings easily, primarily just because Anthony Davis just feasts on the Kings and and Sabonis, Sabonis to me was the reason the Kings lost that series. Um, he got outplayed dramatically, you know, I mean, and... Uh, on the other side of the coin, you look at the Warriors and you're first off, start off, they're the champions. They haven't been out of the playoffs 17 years. They've won four championships in the last eight years. You also got Steph Curry. You, you got two bigs that basically are both questionable players that don't have a problem doing something dirty if it'll help them out. You know, and 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 so you you've got a couple of guys who are gonna bully the hell out of Anthony Davis. He's going to be on the ground so many times you cannot believe it. Um, and whacked in the face so many times with elbows from from the bigs on the Warriors. The guards are going to get chopped down by illegal screens. The refs are all going to be rooting for the Warriors. Um, and they've got home court advantage. So this, yeah, this is a really tough series. First off, I don't think I've ever predicted the Lakers to lose a series, so I'm not about to start now, you know. But... Yeah, then you start, so you ask the question, it's not whether we're going to win or lose, it's just how many games is it going to take, you know, and, and I went and I posted on Lakerholics.com right after the game was over, I watched it, and I said, geez, Steph dropped a 50-piece, you know, on the road uh, in game seven, you know. He's going to need to do that again. I, yeah, he's going to, because, uh, so my first feeling was Lakers in seven, then I says, what the hell, that, what am I, Jamie Sweet or something? You know, Lakers in seven. So I said, I erased that, immediately deleted it. Hopefully nobody saw it, you know, and I'll <laughs> deny that it was ever there. Um, so I'm I'm thinking about it and I've been I've been doing a lot of thinking about it. And it's why I showed up tonight. You know, I told my wife, I said, you know, well, I'm, I'm going to spend the night podcasting with the guys and we'll see what happens. Um, but it is an interesting, you know, I mean, who can't love the idea of Steph and a 35 year old Steph. You don't think a Steph is old, but he's 35. And 38 year old LeBron going at it again in the second round. 
Is that what happened from the evolution of the Steph and LeBron finals battles that we're doing it in the second round now? What happens next year? First round or the play-in just, tournament? It just shows how both uh, address well in the case of the Lakers out of necessity, but the Golden State Warriors how they were. They had the same series. type of season we did. Yeah, they just they made some but, changes at the end, brought a couple guys back. You know, they got a guy back from injury. It was important. but they never but they never took t- going on the road seriously, Tom, all season long, yeah. until the playoffs. Yeah, I don't. It's hard to know what's happening with that. I think there's there's a there's a balance between the edge that a team has to have to compete to have the arrogance to compete and win a championship, you know, you, you can't be, you got to be pretty confident, you know, confident to the point where you're irritating to people um, to win a championship. But on the other hand, I've also, I've always felt that the best teams, the best teams that really shared the ball and trusted each other were ones who had good relationships, you know, where there was a, there was a positiveness to the chemistry. It wasn't, yeah, you know, and it's hard when you have a guy like Rodman on a team or a guy like Russell Westbrook or Patrick Beverly or or Dylan Brooks to to have that type of positive attitude, you know, and, and even in the Warriors, you know, they still have a little bit of edge on them from Draymond Green. Um, and and so this is a series that is that is an interesting series, because as these teams got have gotten older their styles of play have changed pretty dramatically when you look at it. And I think that favors the Lakers a lot because if you noticed in, in, in the average points scored, how balanced it was for the Lakers in the series against the Grizzlies, like four guys with 20 something points was the average. That was far from being uh, the situation where Steph is dropping, you know, huge numbers and Clay is dropping huge numbers. So the, the Lakers are, have built themselves a whole different kind of team that doesn't need LeBron and AD to win anymore. They need AD on defense, but they don't need him on offense to win anymore. And I, I don't know, that doesn't mean that he doesn't have to contribute, but he doesn't have to do a 30 and 20 every game to do it. Just like LeBron doesn't have to do a triple double, double and drop, you know, 30 points every game. We can win with those guys doing 25 points or sometimes even 15 to 20 points. If it's AD playing defense, the way he's been playing defense. So, you know, I, I, I'm really, I don't, I don't know what's going to happen in this series. Uh, it is a bellwether to tell us how good this team You're is. You're starting to freak out our audience. I'm just letting you know <laughs> from the comments, Tom. You're supposed to be the most positive out of all of us. Well, you know, part of it is just that I really respect Golden State. You know, you live close. You're the closest. Wait, yeah, and then let's be yeah, honest. I lost, I lost hey, two hey, grandkids hold, as hold, fans. Hold on, to hold the on. Warriors and my son. And, and let's be honest, Tom, there's a lot of recency bias, right? Because you live yep. in the Bay. That's true, too. So I think a lot of that juju is kind of rubbing around Tom. And I'm just saying, Tom, we're here for you. And I've got the <laughs> vacuum cleaner. If it gets, if it gets too bad, got, Sean, I'll I, call. Don't worry. Uh, yeah, Tom, I, we have the sanitizer for that. Yep. We really do. And, yeah, it's, John, and and it's 17. The problem is, is, see, I've gotten so old now that that I realize that my life is not going to change one way or another, really, if the Lakers win or lose. So, you know, or the Yankees win or lose or the Bruins. No, but, but but Tom, I want to see. I got to be honest, man. I don't and, live and die. I don't live yeah, and die I like know. I used to with it. I know. I know you don't. But you, you know don't? something? 
for 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 all those for all those Lakers fans from you know the sixties and seventies who never thought that the Lakers would ever eclipse the Boston Celtics for uh, NBA championships if they could win eighteen in the next hopefully this year in the next three to five years it would go a long way for a lot of people Tom it really it really would because. Even if it's only for one year, let me tell you something, Boston. We're gonna <laughs> live up that three hundred and sixty-five days, and we're never gonna let you forget it. Well, well you know what's gonna happen in about five or ten years. All those Bostonians, none of them will even know who Larry Bird was. Oh, there'll be well, conversations. And, and, some, and old like, Boston, some old Boston Garden fan was going to say something. And some young Boston, Bostonian guy, and I wish I could do the accent and everything, is going to come back and say, Larry, who? You know? I got, I got so excited. I knocked, uh, I knocked my mic off there. No, <laughs> I'd like to just point out something. You know, all these, all these hot dog analysts. We're all on their high horses about the Boston Bruins this year. And I kept telling I kept telling Mr. Glassford and Mr. Soro that I thought the Bruins would get popped in the first round. Because every once in a while there's a team that goes through a season, whether it's baseball, mostly in baseball and hockey. It it has happened in the NFL, but mostly in baseball and hockey. A team kind of breezes through the regular season. But then they end up getting the worst matchup possible, and they just get gutted. And I hope in a few weeks we see the Boston Celtics guts all over the floor too. Well, okay, I all right. Hold Miami on. won. I mean, that was a shocker to me. Well, we'll, we'll discuss. We'll discuss in the back end all the other playoff okay. rounds here. A uh, playoff sets here. But I want to make sure I get it away from the Texas Chainsaw Massacre dude here over here talking about guts all over the floor. I'm savage. I'm savage, Joe. Uh, yeah, what I can I say? Are. My God, we created a monster. You used to be so nice and friendly. Yes, sir, Gerald, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hell no, not anymore. It's now guts all over the floor. Blah, all over the floor. My gosh. Talking about Boston and all that stuff. Wait for Boston. Let Boston do their own thing. I could care less about Boston right now. I'm worried and focused on the Lakers and Curry because once you take your focus off for a second on on Curry, there goes up another three. That's what I'm worried about. That's what Tom's worried about. And I think Joe is worried about even in the little bit as well, although he seems, Joe, let me, let me, you know, from what the early thoughts are, I'm thinking you are the most positive one of us at all. On all of the, all of us. On, well, it's not positive. It's what we are watching, and I think that's the difference. Yeah, we haven't had a chance. I haven't had a chance because I've only been on the show regularly for just about a year now, and a little bit before then, we had the Westbrook eighteen-month hiatus of. <laughs> intelligence that's the nicest way you could say cohesiveness of a, of a basketball team it's it, anyone who argued against it was just at some point you're you're just not going to be the guy that's going to be able to manage a bank account let alone common sense uh, that what that experience as about the only image i can give other basketball fans and just sports fans in general is this 
In the movie Casino, a man is put in a vice. And that's what it was a lot like watching the Russell Westbrook experience. It felt like your brain was just kind of collapsing in on itself. And then finally, somebody said Charlie M. And Russell was gone. It's, it's, it, it, it was worse. It was watching the games it was then, you worse. Know? It was worse. And this is proof. It was worse than we even how much we discussed it. It was worse. It was a sabotage of a franchise for 18 months. It was a horrific mistake from all parties. Rob, LeBron, Jeannie. So much so that we were criticizing Jeannie to go sell circus tickets again and send Rob out to, you know, wherever it is. What was it, Bangladesh? Did you say that, Sean? Bangladesh, Botswana, whatever, wherever he was. We wanted him to just stay there, right? We were so jacked up by the Westbrook 18-month prison sentence. We weren't even thinking right. I wasn't even thinking right. There was so much disdain in the whole process. But it's all gone. It's all gone. It doesn't matter anymore. The Lakers finally made a trade that was catastrophic in their franchise. Wow, after 70 years, who knew? After 70 years, it happened, right? So, anyways, we've gone past that. Now, as far as positiveness, it's not really about positiveness. It's that there's no reason to criticize these guys for doing exactly what we were hoping they would do, which is winning six in the first round against the second seed. A second seed that was playing well. Yes, they were down a couple guys, but they were still playing well for about a month and a half before they got into the playoffs. They still have John Morant. They still have the defensive player of the year on that team. They still had guys that can shoot, guys that can play stout defense. And that right there, if you guys want to know an X factor, I would say it's more of like capital X and then there's a capital X factor and then there's a lowercase X factor. Look for Schroeder to play better in this series because he got the, his behind kicked those last few games by this stout defense. And that's the stuff that's making me happy. That's the stuff that's getting me excited because Steph Curry is going to have to deal with Vando. And we all know Darvin is going to stick him. He's got length. He's got the footwork to, to, to stay with him. He's not going to go over the screens. We already know that harass that guy because we already know Clay's struggling and we already know Draymond's done. I don't and care. Paul looked really yeah. bad today. Okay. Times. He looked like garbage today. I'm sorry, Clay. I love you. Michael, I love your son. I love Trey uh, Trey as well. I love the, your whole family, but Clay was terrible tonight. If, 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 he, if Steph hadn't gone off, if, if Steph scores 35 points tonight, they lose. I know they won by 20, but it's the momentum of the game that created that 20. They had already won the game like six minutes before the game ended. So we are we are in a mode right now where how do you stop what you're doing? How are you going to how are you going to say that this is going to stop unless there's an injury? That's the only thing that can stop this. But that's for any team except for the Miami Heat. <laughs> except them. I don't know what the hell system they're running there but apparently everybody knows next man up like it's the nfl you know 
know it's that. called the Jimmy Effin Butler system. It's not. His foot was jacked today. The last uh, he was a decoy. Quarter. I know that last last quarter after you got us. Yeah, <laughs> it's but like, he's what's just, going on here? he's uh, he's um, he's one of those guys who just he sucks all the energy to him, whether it's good or bad. It, it, he he projects that energy outward. It doesn't matter if he's hurt or not. He just goes for broke every single possession. Boy, and, that's why, and, that, and that's why and that's why we love him. And that's why Minnesota didn't understand that sometimes, and I'm not a father, but every other panelist out here is, that sometimes tough love is the best answer. Sometimes fighting things through is the best thing to do. And well, I want to go they, ahead. They, go yeah, Gerald, they just, they were, they, the, the brats that we all saw back then, nothing they, they, really they changed. Really, they re, Minnesota and especially Philly really made a mistake. They really made a mistake letting him go. Philly might have a championship if they had. I know the culture in Miami is perfect for Jimmy, so maybe that doesn't happen, but that's the point. The point is, if you had just let Jimmy do his thing, this is the result. But, you know, Joe, maybe that maybe that was the problem, is that it took somebody like Pat Riley to understand that they speak the same language. I don't think anybody was able to really get through to him and make him believe that they weren't full of you well, let me what. ask. Let me ask you this. And I, I think oh, some ahead. people have a strong BS radar. I'm like I have one. I'm just. It's just for some people. It's just natural. It comes from a lot of it comes from your environment for the most part, where you grew up and and how you grew up. But he's got a strong BS radar. He saw BS in Chicago. He saw BS in Minnesota. He saw it in Philly. And I understand a lot of a lot of Philly fans are still salty about him leaving, but there was no way he was going to stay because he knew who Ben Simmons was before every other person on the planet did. He knew who he was before we did, before the analysts did, and he was like, I'm out because there's no way I can win with this guy. We're signaling the ref for a quick timeout, but we'll be back with more of the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. Hey, Lakers fans. Looking for the best place to go for up-to-date news, information, original videos, articles, podcasts, opinion pieces, and discussions about the Los Angeles Lakers? Well, look no further than Lakerholics.com. With a legion of followers always there talking about everything Lakers and the NBA, there's no better place to go to share your fandom as the team heads toward another championship run. So stop by and be part of the conversation today at Lakerholics.com. Once again, it is NBA Observations. It is Gerald Glassford along with the Magic Mountain in the Morning host, Sean Grice, Mr. Joe Soro as well, and obviously the number one Lakers blogger that's out there, Laker Tom at Lakerholics.com. Uh, I do want to mention, Sean, if you could respond back to Blue on in regards to what you saw, uh, what was earlier as far as the indication on when tomorrow you're going to do your snack pack. I know some people were asking, so I wanted to make sure that was mentioned in the chat. 
Uh, are the LFB hoodies on the way? He needs one, so I know that Joe. Let's talk to you. But I gotta ask I you guess, guys. A, I guess I'm not gonna. I, I guess I'm not gonna be able to wait for the summer. Uh, I might have to start getting that ball rolling. And by the way, I don't. You know, I don't wear low quality garbage either. So okay, you know, just know you get no guys is gonna have some. Uh, it's gonna be some numbers on those, but not not in my pocket. Just in general, like I, yeah, yeah. So, but at Lakerholics.com for Tom and Jamie Sweet. Uh, like I said, we'll come up with something very soon as far as clothing and outfits and whatnot. I do want to mention, though, to you guys, and I'll go ahead to you, Joe. I want to go ahead and send this to your way. The thing that we saw, and Laker Tom noted it uh, as far as in his, his tweets, he wanted Mo Bamba, or he wanted at least some minutes from, at that time, Wenyan hadn't played very much in the series. We, you know, we saw him in Game 6 give you something, but we wanted someone to come off the bench to help support the backup center position. We saw a mostly Rui and LeBron hybrid center position for most of the series. This series, the Lakers are more apt and could be more apt to get away with something like that if they want to put a guard out there instead to guard the pools, to guard the Currys, to guard the Thompsons, to guard the smaller guards coming around the screens, even face up against the 6'7 Anthony Wiggins. I think that they can get out without extended time from a backup center even a little bit better because they don't have a triple J to worry about. They just got to keep them off the boards, the big guys. And I think they can get that done even with LeBron and Rui, if they just focus themselves on it, Joe. I don't, I don't see them changing the script even for this particular lineup because you, this lineup is still guard heavy and talent. So by putting Mo Bamba in there, you're, he's, he's going to get drawn out anyways. And, I don't. I, I don't see that. I don't. If if he if he had an issue before with if he had an issue with Memphis, he had an issue before Memphis. But if he had an issue with Memphis, there's no freaking way he's gonna have it. With, with but Wenyan, it could maybe could give you some valuable five to ten minutes, maybe. maybe. I don't think. I don't think so. I think what they're gonna need to do is you're gonna because Looney will push him off the block on on offensive rebounds. It's not worth it. The thing that we need to do is we need to really just kind of outscore them and that there is a chance of doing that believe it or not because golden state in a lot of times in that sacramento series did not look like they were playing well they especially in game six they looked fried in game six i don't know what they mustered up it well i should say i, I shouldn't say i don't know it's a championship dynasty team that's what you do those guys do that lestef does that and he did but can they do it again? That's going to be the question. I don't know. Maybe one more time, maybe two more times, which is fine by me as long as you get the other four. So the Lakers have to win one game in Golden State. And Golden State stinks on the road except against Sacramento for some weird reason. <laughs> but, again, if you watch the games, you'll see, you'll see that Sacramento had – open lanes, open shots, and their sphincters were, you know what? So that's not a good sign for Golden State. If you're watching the game, see, I watch the game as a, like a coach. I don't watch it, especially when it's not the Lakers. I watch it like a coach, and I watch why these things are happening. Well, why they were happening is Kings turned into Game 7 Kings in 2 They couldn't hit a free throw to save their life. They kept missing open shots. So the leading rebounder could not 
get a rebound. Why? Sabonis didn't just wake up this morning and go, oh, I'm going to stink today. It's pressure. Pressure changes everything. And it's not a surprise that pressure hurt Fox tonight or today. Their number one guy, their clutch guy, which is by far one of the more lame awards I've ever seen in sports. That one uh, used to be the most improved award. The most clutch award? I mean, how many awards are you going to give these guys? You already are giving people 15 awards before they even get to the finals. And then you got the finals MVP, which a lot of times you don't even give it to the guy that you're supposed to give it to. So I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't see this team as a dangerous team other than the stars. You I, I, I think that, hey, Joe, yeah, I, I agree. I, but I do think that they, there's possibly a wrench thrown in the defense, especially if they finally decide that, um, you know, we're not going to play Draymond Green at the four and we're just going to live with uh, Andrew Wiggins and Dante DiVincenzo. Um, I, I think if they went to that, that would be a little more troublesome for the Lakers, especially on the perimeter. Uh, but Golden State loves this five-man lineup where they've got the Splash Brothers, Dre, Kevin Looney, and either Andrew Wiggins or Dante. If you can get one of Dre, Dante, or Andrew Wiggins in foul trouble, they're really limited, especially defensively. And especially when you consider the fact that they love doing a lot of guard screens. So if you eliminate Wiggins or DiVincenzo, it's a puzzle piece that Kirk can't really employ anymore. I, I saw Wiggins play this last few games. He he was very. I was very. Un, I wasn't really defensive. Defensively, he's still he's still sure. GB two, yes, yes, a fiend. GB, yes, GB two played plays good defense, and Wiggins played. But I, the the Warriors are in no way anywhere close to how Memphis plays. Memphis played like beasts on defense. And their transition and, game is far superior than what Golden State's is. Yes. Oh, yes. So, the the Lakers are playing in a lot of ways. The, an inferior a, team. An inferior team with one caveat, and that is the megastar Steph Curry. Ever. So stick, stick the Vandalorian on him, get him in carbon freeze most of the time, and let's let's see what else the other fools do. And if AD is doing his thing, yeah, no shot. Because LeBron's going to be just going back and forth at that point playing with you and, and D'Lo starts hitting threes like he was in game six. No, uh, this is going to be scary bad for, for the, for the Warriors. I mean, this is not being pot. This is not being positive. This is what it is. This is what it is because gold state's not a good team. The Lakers were not a good team for a long time, but I saw in this series who they were, who they are when they're focused on playing. The only way the Lakers lose this series is if they play like they did in game two and game five. That's it. But if they play like that for two games only, they'll win in four. They'll win in six. Ah, uh, my gosh. The Looney is better than AD uh, comments in the chat. They amuse me. Uh, I mean, great rebounder Looney is. Obviously, very adept passer, but I'm sorry. Uh, if you're going to put your season on the line with Looney or AD, I think everybody knows, you know, 
You're a loony if you think loony's better yeah. than AD. <laughs> exactly, exactly, indeed. But once again, it's NBA observations. Tom, before we hit the uh, games uh, on the other slate for the playoffs, I wanted you to go ahead and share some thoughts on the Lakers. We are going to go have more episodes of Lakers Snack Pack, maybe even another NBA observations. But they are going to be more snack packs on the way before Tuesday's game. But any last thoughts on the Lakers before we head over to the next and other second round series? Well, when you look at the situation, we played them four times this year. We lost the first game. The last three games all happened after the trade deadline, and we won all three games. And it's interesting to look. Uh, I, I did a study here of these are the guys who were the best Lakers in those four games. The top five guys were Malik Beasley. And that, these are in their net ratings or their plus minuses. Beasley was plus 13. Jared Vanderbilt plus 12. D'Angelo Russell plus eight. LeBron James plus six. Austin Reeves, four and a half. Schroeder, 4.3. Bamba, four. Anthony Davis, just 2.3. Then the flip side of that is who were the players on the other team who killed us? Wiggins plus 14, Iguodala plus 11, Patrick Baldwin, seven, Anthony Lamb, six and a half, Draymond, 5.3, all the way down to Curry at four. And it's, and when I looked at the games, we should beat these guys. We've always matched up against them and we've always, we've always had fairly close games. They have been blowups. You know, they've been games where we've taken control. But the thing that's been funny about them is that it's been somebody different each game. AD would have a great game. LeBron would have a great game. But all of the new guys play very well against them. One of the things I think that the last thought I have is that that's important. And that's something that I really want Darwin Ham to embrace defensively, which is and this is true of anybody who ever thought of themselves as a great defender. You want to get a guy's number. You're on number eight today, or you're on number 12 today, or you're on this guy. And you don't want to do anything else but guard that guy all day. And he goes in the game, you go in the game. When he gets a rest, you rest. You never let him go to another guy who can water down what you can do defending him. And we have two situations with this series coming up where you need to take advantage of that. You need to make sure that Curry has Vando on him every time. If he goes to the restroom to take a piss, Vando goes with him. <laughs> it's that simple, man. And the same thing happens to be with AD and Looney. Now, I know a lot of coaches think that I'm going to put my guys out there and make them adjust to it. Well, that's a dumb coach. Because basically what you want to do is to make sure that they can't play their best two players against your weaker players. You want to take that off of the board. And that's what they have to do in every single series. You do not allow your best player on the other team to go against your second string backup guy. That is just totally stupid. I don't care if it screws up your rotations. I don't care if it takes it an imbalance. I don't care if the players complain because the good players want to be matched up against the good players. They don't even want to have the advantage of feasting on second stringers. They want the challenge of taking out the best. And the Warriors have three of the best players that have won four championships in the last eight years. And they're the only team. Of all of those other teams out there, forget the Celtics, forget the 76ers, forget the 
Nuggets. None of those teams scare me at all because they have no reason to be scared of them. But if you're not scared of the Warriors and you don't take them seriously and you don't call a timeout when they have a 6-0 run, then you're going to be in trouble. We could take this series in five or six games, but we have to adjust and really outcoach Kerr. And he was outcoached in this series until the last two games. But he made the right adjustments. And I think that that, that small ball lineup they have is going to be deadly. You know, I mean, it works works well for us to match. I mean, if we want to put, we want Van to win the game, man, you know, he can't be up against, he can't be up against Looney, but he sure in the heck can take Draymond Green if, if he had to. And, and he basically should be in there every minute that, that Curry is there. You just have to stop Curry from going to 50. You know, if you hold Curry to 30, we'll win the, we win the game. But also the way that they're struggling as well, as far as the rest of the team is concerned, Curry, uh, Curry basically carried them on their back, you know, on see, his back. I, yeah. Yeah. See, I'm not, see, Tom, I, I disagree a little bit. I think I would dare him to score 40 and them trying to think they could beat us. Cause I, I think that's kind of an Ouroboros situation. It's kind of the snake eating itself. Um, yeah, but yeah, yeah. But yeah, see, see, he is, he is the greatest shooter in the history of the game. Yeah. So I would and Clay's number two. <laughs> so we're not, we're not be, in a, there was a, yeah, there was a com, there was a chance. comment in the there was a comment in the uh in uh, the the chat room there that this panel's underestimating the Warriors. No, we're not. We uh, well, we respect I think you guys are I think you guys are underestimating them. I'm not underestimating them. Not based off the way they they played Sacramento. Lakers and what what other team scares you more than the Warriors? Let's put it that Uh, way. Actually, does anybody else scare you more than the Warriors in the West right now, Tom? Anywhere. Uh, I I just um, said Denver three times. Denver, come on. (laughs) You don't think Denver scares? Denver does not scare you. Did you not see the game against Phoenix? (laughs) Not at all. Denver has one team, Tom. Okay. All right. It's, uh, it's okay. Hold on, hold on. Let me, let me finish something so, here, guys. You, Warriors would like Denver. I can off see why. So, I can. I'll finish so this. Four, and then one, I'll stop talking. Clay, Clay, Clay did this to Dylan Brooks, and you well, can't underestimate this. I, I'm going to say this. I know what's going on here. I know what's going on here. People are confused, and then the new guys that are here. Hey, thanks for being here, guys. Warrior fans. Old Bobcat fans, uh, the old Washington Capitol fans from the 40s. God bless you. I hope you're here and enjoying the, the, the show. We are in an unprecedented thing here. <laughs> Laker Tom is a little worried. I'm all giddy. Sean is Sean. Sean doesn't change, really. And then Gerald, is, you know, he's the podfather. He's going to kind of play it's, you know, in the middle. He's in Denver. It's messing people up. What? It's messing people up. I just said Lakers at six. Now let's let's talk let's talk shop here for the for the Warrior people out there. Okay. Based off what I watched, I'm not impressed. I'm not. I'm sorry. I'm not. However, if Clay starts playing well and Wiggins is shutting down LeBron or making it difficult for him to do things. And Looney is getting every offensive rebound. Of course, we're going to have a problem, and it could happen too because we've already seen the Lakers have a couple games where they didn't play 
the way they were supposed to because of kind of the 23, the 22, 23 season lackadaisical kind of mentality. But I saw something in game six, much like I saw in game three and four. As soon as they screwed up, they made up for it. What did I tell you guys a few shows ago? You mess up, you come back, and you rectify the situation. And that's fine. That's all we ask. Just don't keep doing it. Don't keep being Sabonis and not boxing out while Looney's getting 21 rebounds. And don't be like Sacramento, missing every almost every free throw and almost every open shot. Lakers are not going to do that. They're not doing that right now. They're just not. So that's kind of where where we're at here. If if they come out lackadaisical in game one and, and, and Golden State blows them out, even then it's still like, well, they're in Golden State. Golden State was riding the momentum. If if the Lakers take game two, then it's back to normal again. We this isn't a this isn't the the O one Lakers. We're not gonna just go sweep everybody. The Lakers are likely gonna have to lose a couple games here, maybe even three. But all I care about is number four. You win number four, doesn't matter in four or in seven. You beat the champs. And now it's time for you to go beat the champ. Absolutely, indeed. It is NBA observations. Big numbers for a show that we're not even doing a post game on. It is NBA observations, the Lakers fast break. Laker Tom, the number one Lakers blogger that's out there. Truly appreciated. Also as well, Joe Sorrell from LakersBall.com and Sean Grice, the Magic Man in the Morning host. Big shout out to Search and Destroy. Uh, just big help in the chat room right now. Just made him a moderator to go ahead and help us out with everything out there. So truly appreciate all his help and support. Yes, like and subscribe to go ahead and get the latest notifications when we go live on the air. But I guess we got to keep rolling with the Lakers talk more on, uh, you know, keep going on with it because these, man, the numbers keep going higher. They want to talk Lakers, Sean. So, man, my I, question I ask you now for game one on Tuesday is can the Lakers get out to an early lead and with the with the Warriors so tired from a, you know, just a very tough seven-game series, can we set the note? Can we set the tone? Can we set the the attitude? right off the bat to get started with a 1-0 victory. Yes, Gerald, let's uh let's put the purple and gold uh imprint on game 1 and feast in the paint. Just kill them in the paint. I expect AD to be very dominant. I expect him to be You know what, Gerald, there, there's something to be said like there's um something to be said about people who are hyper focused like it's it's a form of focus that goes beyond what a normal person generally can get to it's only reserved for you know uh you know extremely intelligent people uh athletes you know outliers but the fact of the matter is is that ad is playing with uh, uh, a hyper focus that i've never seen him play with and i've seen every game he's ever played on national television since his first one uh, with uh, the Kentucky Wildcats. I think that he will dominate game one. I think psychologically game one is really important. I, I think if you get off to a 1-0 start, I think it puts a little bit of doubt in the Warriors' minds as far as their... their I don't think know, one will do it, Their Sean. juju. I think well, hold on, Gerald. I, I think, think that... 
that will be a kind of like meltdown, Gerald, as far as their confidence is concerned. I agree. But I think if you just, if you come out and just hammer them in game one, I mean, really, really stick it to them. You plant that seed of doubt that the juju they got at home isn't there this time. Because that's what they counted on in the in the King series. But they never you, panicked you, in the King series. No, they didn't. They didn't. I, I think that they can get a little shook. Why should they? And by the way, we haven't even been talking about LeBron in this series. We've been talking about AD. We're talking about D'Angelo. We're talking about Vandalorian. We're talking... Have we really, like, said a lot? Like, what's LeBron going to do? Think about what LeBron has at stake here. LeBron beating... I know it's a second-round matchup, but this is... This is not your typical second round matchup. You're talking about LeBron putting a putting putting a stamp on the era. He's going to be playing against Andrew Wiggins. True. And, and Green. True, but it's still LeBron versus Steph. I put him on. I put him on Green for sure. <laughs> I wouldn't want to put him on Wiggins, but who's going to guard Wiggins? You you need to understand That's that LeBron has something to play for here. And Le, 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 LeBron wins the series and goes on to win the championship. It, it adds to the to the legacy and probably solidify. Well, I mean, he's already kind of solidified it. I'm still picking LeBron over Steph as, as far as the best player of the era, and no one's going to argue that. Go ahead, go ahead, Sean. Yeah, no, Joe. That man, you hit the nail on the head, and I'm glad. I'm glad you brought it up. I, I think just in all the uh, excitement and um, the run through we're going, we need to give flowers to Stone Hansen here because Stone called the uh, the Kings. He didn't call them frauds, but what he said was the way they won games in the regular season would be their detriment in the playoffs. And um, I, 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 he he did a really great analysis on playback, Gerald. I'm sure you can pull it up in the summer. But he called it. He really did. And, uh, Flowers to Stone because, yeah, man, you called it. And Golden State finished them off in seven games. Go ahead, Joe. I apologize for interrupting. No, no, you don't ever apologize for interrupting because a lot of times there's a there's a there's a time there's a timing to, to comments and don't ever worry about that that you have to kind of inject into the conversation and you don't want to forget either. This is a legacy series. We're not talking about. There's a legacy series. Here. There's this is very likely could be the last time these guys face each other. It's a likelihood. I mean, we, they could fight, face each other again next year. I'm not saying no, but it, this could be the last time they face each other. And LeBron needs to serve some revenge for the last two times he got his rear end handed to him. And that was because Steph had some guy named Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant coming to Golden State. I'm sorry. Yeah. Kevin Durant coming to Golden State cost LeBron a likely three-peat. Because if they don't have Kevin Durant, I am very well, I'm very confident that the Cleveland Cavaliers would have won the title in 17 and 18. That's me though. So how do you exact revenge? How do you pass the four to a five against your rival by winning this series and obviously winning the next two series, but you got to do this first. Tom asked a really good question. Who else are we afraid of? in the playoffs that are that are left. The first thought was Boston, but that has more to do with the fact that I can't fathom the idea of losing the Boston in the finals, which is the only time you're going to see them, right? But this is actually 
a team that's at this point scarier than any team out there. So you don't think Denver the way that they're playing is is Denver is good. Here's the thing with Denver. A team that you picked. I'm yes, I did. But I picked Denver thinking that the Lakers had no shot at meeting them deep in the playoffs. Denver is afraid of the Lakers. Jokic is afraid of AD. Jamal Murray is not. He's not afraid of anyone. And he's been yapping about how no one ta- believed in him. Just, just the narrative of no one believed in me needs to die once and for all. I am so tired. You're of a one seed. You're a Christ. one seed. Nobody no believed one, I was. I'm oh sorry, Gerald. God. I'm sorry, Gerald. But for goodness sake, like this needs to stop. You it's are like a listening one to seed. You are a one seed. You are a one seed for a reason. Everybody respects it. It's like this whole thing. Everyone's like, well, when is this Aaron Rodgers thing going to end? I'm like, at least it's not the Lamar Jackson thing. Every other day, oh, Lamar Jackson was never believed in, and they, they're, they're holding him hostage and blah, blah. He's never been believed. I'm like, he's never been believed in. Didn't he get a full ride of Louisville? Didn't he win the Heisman Trophy? Wasn't he a first-round draft pick? Didn't he win the MVP? What do you mean no one believed in you? Well, Sean said something that the, the suspension of disbelief, the amount of bullcrap that these guys talk themselves into, and it's not just athletes, it's people in general. They imagine things. They imagine things because they don't know what the hell they're doing. So Denver is, I believe Denver's going to beat Phoenix. I, I I believe that. I mean, I, I when you have Durant, something could happen, obviously, but and it could, it still could. But Denver just. It, they have the chemistry. They have the longevity together. Whereas Phoenix is kind of all bunched up right now. So right now, I'm I'm going with Denver. But if the Lakers beat Golden State, Denver's going to be scared. I'm sorry, they are. They're going to be scared, and they're going to be scared of Anthony all day Davis. If if he's ading all day, yeah, you're toast. You know, and Gerald, you're I'm the one that's gonna have to deal with the blasphemy in the afterlife. You don't have to worry about that. (laughs) Yeah, I do have to worry about that in editing, like Blue Magic says. Who edits this at two o'clock in the morning? Me. (laughs) Who puts the beep on this for the audio so Apple Podcast doesn't come at me? So it says, Oh, family friendly. It's not so family friendly. Would you guys go? Did you say something that wasn't right? No, he dropped some GDs, and the thing is, it's oh. fine for YouTube. It's the thing is, it's just more work for me for our great yep. audio listeners. We just dropped our biggest and most downloaded audio episode ever. We just achieved a hundred thousand downloads on the audio podcast. I'm just amazed. Gerald, Gerald, relax, stopped. man. Don't didn't you hear the MCU is gonna have its first f bomb? I did. Look, man, we're all. This is a new world now, man. This isn't. PBS. Disney's a multi-billion-dollar company. I that don't see matter. the billions yet for LFP. I got millions too. You don't see me yapping around it. Come on, let's let's get real here. Let's, let's, move let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move on. I have a question for everybody. Okay, can Sorry, I have Tom. those millions though, Tom? So if so, if is going to guard Kevon Looney, and Vando is going to guard Curry, and LeBron is going to be on Green, that leaves. Clay and Wiggins to be guarded by our guards, D'Lo and Reeves. There's no. a problem there, man. I, I would, I wouldn't. Reeves at all, not guard a six-eight mid-range jump shooter and rebounder. I wouldn't at all feel uncomfortable, Tom, if uh, somehow. I think there there needs to be 
some kind of communication with Vando and Reeves because I think either one of them switching off of either Curry or or possibly Looney or uh, DiVincenzo, I'm okay with that, Tom. I, I, no, I'm I think, okay. I, no, I'm okay. I'm, I'm, I'm okay with Austin Reeves guarding Steph no, Curry. I'm okay you're, with you're that. You're absolutely right, Sean. And the reason that you can be okay with it is because they're going to switch everything. They have to switch everything because they don't have anybody to guard guys just one-on-one. Right. And all of the picks and screens that they're doing, it's a nightmare if you don't switch them. So you got to switch everything. And, you know, you're just going to sag off of, you're going to sag off Tom, of Looney. And Tom, gonna, the, the Kings yeah. were a terrible defensive team. And they yeah. they were able to to do some things against the Warriors for three games. Actually, they, they were able six, to do it. That game six performance for, on the defense. They, they were actually, they, look, if Sabonis hits a 12-footer, we're not even talking about this. Right. Okay. It's that, it's, look, I watched the games. I know what was going on, especially today. I'm not saying well, the big difference is they had no rim protection to guard three point line. If you guard the three point line without rim protection, you are really in trouble. I, I this, really believe in this game. There's going to be somebody. Ad will be guarding somebody, and they are not going to be able to draw him out of the key. It, That's the biggest thing about this series because they got two non shooters in their lineup. We're going to so find out. Ad what... is not going to leave the paint. No, he won't. We're, that's we're the going big difference to, between our defense and the Kings' defense. The, the Lakers, the Lakers are gonna. First of all, if the Lakers win Game One, percentage-wise, Lakers are likely gonna win the series. Lakers don't lose series when they lose when they win Game One. Right. I can't remember. They haven't lost. They haven't lost. You know, this after team, the, LeBron's lost three of the five Game Ones <laughs> so far that he's played as Le- a Laker. Lakers have not lost a series when winning game one since 1993 that's 33 series after losing game one in the last three years too we lost three game we lost game one in three series in 2020 hmm oh yeah that's true no wait <laughs> yeah no. we lost the first game in three of the yeah, four series. yeah yeah we did no, joe no we, we did. did it was the first two series in yeah three against four series. portland and, and houston we lost game one in both the Portland and Houston series, but we won game one against Denver and game one against Miami. Uh, yeah, that's, that's true. Yeah, that's true. And then AD yeah, ripped off, out, ripped out their, their hearts <laughs> winning game three with the three. Right. But regardless, and that's uh that's 80s, def- 80s defense will be the difference maker in this series, but you talk their about inability to, to force him outside. And you know we didn't talk much about LeBron because again LeBron when it mattered he'll do most, what he needs to do to win. He'll do yes, but the one he, thing he's I want sit back and he's not going to be the lead scorer, the lead rebounder, the lead defender, or the lead anything anymore. The he's one thing the guy that, that is good enough to do anything the team needs done. You need an he enforcer. Doesn't, he doesn't you need, need a rebounder. It, you need a he he, he has he has he has three more series to probably cement the one spot now i still say it's still mj no matter what happens this year but you have to also understand this guy is is not done he's not going to be done after this year too so just imagine this guys we've got a lot of people here so i want to impress the newbies (laughs) our our knowledge and our history and our, our memories okay lebron will have won, should the Lakers win the title this year, LeBron will have won two in Miami, 
one in Cleveland, two in L.A., and let's just say he wins another finals MVP. In his 20th season, after breaking the most hallowed record in, in, in the NBA, again, the record that he broke was a guy that many say is actually the, the GOAT, which is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. What do you do then? You what do you say the then? First year, you win your fifth, your fourth, your third one in L.A., which makes more than any of the other cities. That's that's fine. That's fine. But what I'm saying, right, like this year, that we're, we're imagine what 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 he will likely have to beat. Right. Let's say he faces. He's gonna face Steph. He beats Steph. He faces Denver or Phoenix, whatever. The, the, there's a story with Denver and there's a story with Phoenix, right? So if you beat Denver, you beat Denver again, which is a one seed. You beat the two seed, the one seed, and then you beat the champs in the same playoff then you're gonna play either miami new york boston or philly you have a history with all four yeah it's got to be you boston have, you have a history with all four that's that's boston i hear you tom i'm with you believe me but here's the history guys i want to i want to i want to i want you guys to know especially the new guys to know that we know our history and this isn't something i just researched this is stuff we know okay we're five and one against the Philadelphia 76ers slash the Syracuse Nationals in the history of the NBA. Five and one. The only reason why we lost that one series in 83 was because James they Worthy got a, broke his leg. They got a Durant at that time, Moses Malone, to come and, and mess up Kareem in that in that series, right? So And James Worthy broke his leg. And, exactly. So, now, the Knicks. The Knicks, we beat in Minneapolis twice. Beat them again in 72. They beat us in 70 and 73. So we're 3 and 2 against them. Plus, the New York LA dynamic would be kind of cool, wouldn't it? Miami. Miami, like, like I said on the last show, Tom, having that dynamic where you, 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 it's a revisiting of, of, the, of the 2020 finals. Miami can beat every one of these teams they play against, even Boston, but they can't beat the Lakers. They can't, they can't deal with that guy in the middle, number three. They can't. They can do. Jimmy Butler did everything in that series. Everything. Couldn't still stop all day Anthony Davis. With LeBron obviously <laughs> helping him, right? So, then we get the one that I think would be a ratings just mega. Bonanza. Thing. Bonanza. 17-17 <laughs> for 18. Holy crap. This thing could play out really, really well. And maybe From that's why. From a weekend start to the NBA championship. It, it, it would be. It would be. I don't and even know. They, they will call it the second asterisk in the Lakers championships for sure. Just no way. No, well, you can't do this one. Man. You can't do this one. No, no. They can't say they're going to do time. that again, Joe. Because this, right this, now, it's already been done. This takes care of two things. Number one, the whole bubble championship thing goes out the window. It becomes solidified to everyone at that point. You can't even What talk. do you mean? It already has been. No, it has been, Joe. To the Mickey Mouse. Welcome to the Lakers fast break podcast. This is not about common sense. This is about the morons. They can't even, like Dylan Brooks, right? He, we have Dylan Brooks the world, out there yapping about the bubble championship. They keep calling it the bubble championship. I'm like, well, where was your team if it was just a bubble? 
oh, you're out looking for your team, your, your players. They were in Cancun. We're going to Cancun and also looking for strip clubs while they're you know they're in there. They were worried, more worried about strip clubs than they were about winning a championship. That's on you. That's not on us. So now you you three years later after the disaster of the Westbrook trade, we get over that. It happened. We got over it. But we're back to where we belong. Win the championship. Beat whoever you beat in the finals. Then it's over. Then you're Dylan Brooks going to the bus. Quiet. You can't even say anything, even if you want to. Even you'll say that it was a Mickey Mouse championship. Even now, with your friends by yourself instead of out in public, so that's it. But for me, well, if, we, again, if we play, if we play the Heat, it will be a Mickey Mouse championship again. I don't think so, Tom. I don't think so. You got to give Miami some credit. Those Tyler guys Hero's have, out. So Tom, Tom, oh, hold on. Excuse. You know who would be happy though? Oh, Stephen A. Smith. Me. He's been begging for a Miami L.A. series, but not in a bubble, obviously. So I think he would be happy, wouldn't he? <laughs> oh my gosh. We'll be back with more of the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. Needing an edge for your fantasy football team? Listen to the guys at Inside Sports Fantasy Football for insight that will help you reach your league championship. That's Inside Sports Fantasy Football. Check it out today on your favorite podcast outlet. But once again, it is the Tom, Lakers fast break. Go ahead, Sean. Go ahead. Thank you, Gerald. I, I had a question. What makes you so sure that uh, there's so much skepticism and cynicism if LeBron wins a championship that there automatically is this asterisk? What? Why? Where well, does that narrative come from? Just because there's time? such a huge movement on Twitter and social media to disrespect LeBron James to minimize and, and demonize everything that he's done in so, his career. So here's 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 the rub with that. And um, I, I dropped this the other day on, my, on uh, a snack pack, but I'll repeat it. Almost a day to both events. February 8, 2018, Woj drops a huge bomb that the Cavs are overhauling their whole roster. Wade gets traded back to Miami. Rodney Hood, Jordan Clarkson, and Larry Nance are on their way to Cleveland. And Tom, the narrative at that point was, it's too late. It's too late for LeBron. This is the year where, you know, the Raptors or the Sixers, somebody's going to finally get the Cavs. That season. happens every and, year, though. And he overhauled the team, and he took them to the finals. Now, got swept got punked by a better team, that can happen, all right? There's no, again, I'm not going to go over this again, Gerald, for, for like half an hour, but there's no there's no shame in getting swept in an NBA Finals. You got swept in an NBA Finals. Most people would get, in this game who won a championship would give their left, you know what, just to, to get, get there. Just to get there. I don't, just I don't, to I get don't believe there. that, so, Sean. I don't. I don't, that, I don't care. I, I don't care. Giannis, Giannis's quote was spot on. You know. Anyway, There's anyway, twenty nine anyway, every year. The, the the point. The point. The there point. Probably being, are ten or twenty. <laughs> anyway, the point is, is that there needs to be a healthy respect for what he's doing now, because almost five years to the day, February 9th, twenty twenty three, the Lakers trade Russell Westbrook. They acquire Vanderbilt, Russell Westbrook, Malik Beasley, 
and now they're in the second round of the playoffs. And Tom, I would say this, if LeBron gets the Lakers to another finals and he does it with another team that he basically had to mold after another trade deadline, whether he, I don't care what, I don't care about the, the, the result, Joe, and it, it won't matter to history either. Whether or not LeBron wins or not, he his ascension is already put. He took another team that was that he basically had to junkyard at the beginning of the season because they, again, as he said, as yeah, as, as he said, right? Then they upgrade they upgraded the car, they upgraded the car, they put a new few new parts in it, and now it's running great. So. He gets credit for that. If you're going to dog him for what he did in Cleveland, even though he didn't win, you can't dog him this time he didn't around. Win in Cleveland. He'll, be the, he'll be the GOAT. He's going to win two next he year. Didn't he's going to win Cle- this year or next year. He didn't win in Cleveland in 17 and 18 because you essentially had a title team. Let me let me put this in perspective. No, I understand, I, understand what, I understand what you're oh, saying. I'm going to give you an example. I want you to imagine this. I want you to imagine in the 90s, Imagine this. The Bulls beat Utah in 1997. In that offseason, the Utah Jazz get Reggie Miller in his prime for 90, the 98 title, uh, the 98 finals team. What do you think happens in that series against the Bulls? That's ahead, essentially what happened. The, 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 the Utah would have beat the Bulls in 98 if they had gotten Reggie Miller. You don't believe so? I don't. Really? I don't. You don't think Stockton and Malone with Reggie Miller in his prime as an off-season acquisition would have beaten the Bulls in 98? So, in uh, Joe, in 1998, Reggie Miller was 35, correct? I, I'm not talking about that, that. I'm talking about Reggie Miller in his prime because that's what Durant was. Durant was in his prime and went to Golden State. Forget about that. And by the way, that Reggie Miller took that Jordan to seven without Stockton and Malone. He also he also had the Davis brothers. He also had a couple 100%. other guys. It was the best Indiana Pacers team. Anyway, ever, I, I I even though title team I, of the ABA. I, I will but, I will say I will say this. I will say this. Okay, you're right, Alex. I will say this. <laughs> <laughs> I Go think ahead. that if, if we're just throwing out theories in that show, I would say this. I think uh, that kind of player would take the Bulls to a seventh game, which no other team could. Uh, so I'd, I'd give Sean up that. I don't think they Sean, Sean, you and I have not had an argument yet. This is not an argument. This is a kind of a little bit <laughs> kind of back and forth. Usually we agree with each other, so this is actually kind of good. Sean, Indiana was up six with like eight minutes left. Yeah, in that I know. Eastern Conference final. Uh, uh, yeah, game seven. I know. I know. Okay. But uh, Reggie this Miller, happened. This, this happened. It, 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 it happened because there was look. Yeah, it, I wouldn't say it's a choke. They lost. Yeah, somebody just no, wait, 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 ball. Hey, you there just was said, a jump you ball. Just, that, you just said it. They were no pressure. How, how, no pressure. Yeah, there was a jump ball that, it, by, you know? that changed the momentum of the, of the last six, seven minutes of that game, and it wasn't what it was. But again, it's Michael Jordan, the Bulls. It makes sense. But I want you to take, like, look at the common sense thing here, guys. Come on, you have a prime Reggie Miller going to Utah after the '97 Finals. I don't, I don't care what anybody says. Utah's beating the Bulls in '98. That's what happened. 
How, with, how many six, championships has this prime Reggie Miller won? Tom, I'm talking about him playing with Carl Malone and Stockton. He never played with any really. How many championships have this Carl Malone and Stockton won? Reggie, Reggie never played with a number two all-time great. He never did. If he had, he might have won a title. Same thing with Ryan. Okay. Oh, here's a better one for you. I got a better one for you. Hold on. I got a, I got a better one for you. Hold on. I'm trying to entertain the crowd. We have 87 people here. We're almost to 90. We've never had 90 before. All right. You ready? This would have, this would have, you would never hear the end of it from Spike Lee and you would have never heard of it, the end of it with Stephen A. Smith. Imagine Reggie Miller on that Knicks team in 92 and in 93. How many titles do the Bulls win in, that, in those two series? How many do they win? If Reggie Miller's on the Knicks. If Reggie Miller is there. Now, I'll even give you one, Sean. I'll give you one. Just take Starks out. I was going to include Starks in there, but I'm going to, I'm going to placate this for you. Just switch Starks for Reggie Miller. What happens? Yeah, the same thing win. happened before. <laughs> I I would agree I with you on that, on, those games. on that on that roster, but not with Utah's. Utah with Carmelone and 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 uh, and Tom. Stockton. Okay, Joe, Joe, and let's, Jerry let's, Sloan let's, coaching. Joe, let's be honest about something here, okay? And I'm uh, Gerald. Can we, then, can we get it back to the LA? Can we wrap up the oh, LA? We've got people oh, in the chat right. wanting to get back yeah. to the, so okay, finish this up and then we can oh, get no, back no, to no, 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 no. All right. This will have to be continued for another time. No, continue because... what you need to say. Finish what you need to say, and then we'll get back to the LA. Okay. I'll expand on this once upon a time. We should just do but, predictions but and call it a night. But the short version is I'm not that, calling it a night. It, it, the numbers that. keep going up. <laughs> Sorry, Sean. Well, I'm go going ahead. to Sorry. Give five minutes, guys. Sorry. So Utah Jazz with Carl Malone and John Stockton are probably the most overrated uh, combination in NBA history. They were For bounced. Sure. They were bounced in the first round nine times. They played together for 17 seasons. They were bounced in the first round nine times. Sean, I hear you, but that doesn't matter in, in 97 and 98. And how many championships did they win, Sean? It, it, Zero. It, it's not, that's not the point of the discussion. The point of the discussion is when you, LeBron lost two finals. In against the, a super team, Joe. Against a, 100%. On the super team. Well, we can't call, we can't call it anything other than that because it's, there's no other well, the super teams word for it. The but super yeah. teams in the past have always included. It was always older okay, it, players. It was, okay, okay. Let's well, they say have this. More it was Let's say this. It was a super. It was a super team on Nitro. Let's call it that. These are all homegrown warriors, you know. Yeah, but Durant wasn't. That's the point. Yeah, Durant well, it doesn't matter. Anyway, one free agent on a bunch of homegrown guys were a one pretty of the, damn good team. One of the are. big. One of the big factors with Golden State in this series is they don't have a Kevin Durant. To go to the well uh, when everybody's uh, dying of thirst, they don't have that guy outside of Steph. So if you can win the minutes that Steph is off the floor, that bodes well for the team as well. And uh, there was a comment earlier in the uh, chat about the bench. The bench needs to contribute as much or more so in this series than in previous ones. Especially considering the fact that, again, uh, our defense.
Defensive versatility allows for um, LeBron to exploit more matchups this series than he could last series. As uh, Gerald, yourself, Joe Stone has have gone over the the Memphis Grizzlies play a little more of that five yards in a cloud of dust. Bodies to throw yeah, we can we can throw you in wet cement and try and keep you away from uh, your sweet spots. Golden State's a little more di- different, has a different tack defensively. They don't have the athletes that Memphis had. So How much, how li- much are they playing Tillman, man? I'd sure like to get that guy on our team. Oh, are you kidding me? Yeah, I mean. But, I'd like to, to, actually, I tell, the guy who we're going to get is Trey Lyles. I like Trey Lyles. Clutch, he's a clutch client. He's 6'9", power forward, exactly what we need. Shout, well, out, to, shout out to Trey, Trey Lyles, hometown yeah. Saskatoon. But boy, I mean. Tillman, Tillman was really the wild card in that series. Well, um, thank you, Sean, for bringing it back home. And we're going to have to close this out. Actually, what we'll do tomorrow night on NBA Observations is we will go into detail on the other playoff uh, rounds, you know, the the second round as far as the playoff games. We care because it's potential Lakers matchups. Well, it's only the ones that are potential Lakers matchups that count. Well, they all could be technically if you go on to the finals. So there you go. So we will go ahead and cover the NBA playoffs tomorrow, but to close us out on the Lakers and, and Warriors. <laughs> That's funny, Alex. <laughs> Joe, I want to ask you this. Uh, when it comes to what you're seeing, what do you think the Lakers need to focus on most starting in game one? Focus on doing what you did in game six against Memphis, which is impose your will and agreed and execute, execute what you do well. It's just, what you do well is good enough to win every game in this playoff. Except if some Steph Curry goes nuts, which then <laughs> you'll take that loss and you, you, you get ready for the next game. That might happen. But the Lakers have, even in that loss in game five, I didn't see any quit in them. They played, they played hard. It's just that Memphis right on, was Zanger. better. So we are ramping up. We are ramping up at this point from what I've seen. So if that's the case, I'm fully confident that the Lakers can split in Golden State at least, which is a win, then come back home and win those two games because you're going to be playing a team that can't seem to play very well on the road unless they're playing a team that's not up to the moment, which is so what another six were. game another six game series is what you're predicting. I would I, I would be shocked if it doesn't go six. I mean, you you beat Golden State. You beat the champs in six. You did your job. I agree. I agree wholeheartedly as well. Once again, it is NBA Observations, our highest rated NBA Observations ever. Cannot thank you so much. Everybody out there in the chat, you've been awesome. Sean Grice, you were awesome. Battling a back and forth between you and your arch nemesis, your new arch nemesis, Joe Sorrow. There. <laughs> it, 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 there's nothing but love for my big brother. Like we Wow, can... that was great. I, I don't remember Sean and I disagreeing like that. That was really good. I noticed the numbers went up when we started doing that, so that was kind of fun. But then they were still, you know, after a while, they're like, can we get back to the game? Well, I think Tom started. We've we've talked about this. Me and Joe have have talked about this before. We could talk about a thousand things, and we might disagree on like 800 of them. But the 200 we agree on are are what matters in life. Absolutely. So 
Great they don't kill each other over one thing. You have to remember that. Well, not like you and Jamie, that's for sure. But go oh, ahead. Yeah, I'll be sweet. Yeah, I can't wait for the prediction. Lakers yeah. in seven. Wait, where is wait, Jamie? Wait, wait. For, I have no idea. He, he said, said he'll he try to be back this week. Yeah, but yeah, so much good news so, that he's well, probably sick. Well, well, well yeah, he said he was at a bat mitzvah. Uh, yeah. Yesterday, but he also and he was also at fish concert. It's, last yeah, yeah, it's, tough, yeah. it's tough to have everything go right when you're expecting everything to go wrong. You know, I mean, you have to know what to do before God. We may have to have an intervention. Seriously, you know, yep, we may absolutely. Indeed. I'm waiting for when Jamie's telling. He's, uh, he's sorry, probably Jamie. thinking that Tuesday is a is a is a, is a trap game <laughs> instead of an opportunity to steal one. You know, it's a trap game. Go ahead, Joe. You were going to say something. I was going to say Jamie's. Going to concerts, he's going to bar mitzvahs, he's going to New York. New York. The next thing you know, he's gonna he's gonna go get a facial and get a massage. Like when when's this guy gonna show up? What was that? What was that show with uh, Marlo Thomas where she's like dancing around here? What uh, that girl? Yeah, that, that girl. Oh my yeah, gosh, that guy. It's We're that gonna girl. call Jamie that guy. Okay, that guy indeed, but. <laughs> Once again, it is Lakerholics.com. Go ahead and check out. Tom, what's your latest article on right now? My latest, article, my latest article is, could the current Lakers roster be actually better than the bubble championship team? That's a great question. We'll discuss it on the next one because I actually, that's a really, that's a really good one. I've we'll been thinking about, about that, that tomorrow. One. We'll talk about I'll, that I'll, tomorrow. About that we'll, that we'll talk about it tomorrow. It'll be, it'll be better. It'll be it'll be better assessed should they win. Mm-hmm. Then okay. you really have an argument. Well, right. we we also need to do a uh, Lakers one hundred and one because uh, class needs uh, to be in session again. There's been a I bit know. of a, well, a, a can, break. can we move it up to like one hundred and two or two hundred and one or something? You know. <laughs> uh, we're gonna have a graduation. There's a graduation ceremony in June. Our best students oh, okay. will be actually be graduated live on yes. the air. Wait, we, we already put a year in before. We put a couple of years in here. We didn't even get graduated, man. A big shout out to Curtis and everyone that has subscribed today. Truly appreciate being part of the Lakers Fast Break family. The best chat room that's out there is right here at the Lakers Fast Break. I know Magic Man's going to have a snack pack sometime tomorrow. And then after we're going to have in the evening, we will have another NBA observations where we will discuss that very topic that Tom and Joe want to discuss. Plus, we actually will get to the NBA second round playoffs in detail, talking about the other series as well. Will Joel Embiid come back for game one? We'll find out against the Boston Celtics. Will Denver be able to go 2-0 on Phoenix. Tom says no on both. And of course, will Boston get an early lead in their matchup as well? Plus also, of course, Miami and Jimmy Effin Butler. We can't forget about him as well, but it's Effin. It's F. That's, that's a, um, all right. Anyways, but once again, it's the Lakers fast break. F apostrophe N. Yes. Yes. N. Yes, Sean's just like a Paul. I'm like he drops GD after GD after GD, and I say F apostrophe N. It's just like, <gasps> but once again, it is the Lakers fast break. <laughs> Truly great to have everyone here. Our highest NBA observations ever. We just reached over a hundred thousand audio downloads. It is all because of you. We thank you so much for being part of what we do. If you have any questions for us, always you can put it below on whether it's Facebook, YouTube. 
or also as well, Lakers Fast Break, wherever you get your social media, or also send us the old-fashioned email, LakersFastBreak at Yahoo.com. You can even be a part of one of our conversations as well. You want to go ahead and jump on the air with us, big shout-out to you. You could always go ahead and do so. Hit me up and let me know. We'll go ahead and get you part of the Lakers Fast Break family. We've got a ton of shows coming up for you. That's Lakers Snack Pack. There's also NBA Observations, the Lakers Post Game. We're trying to incorporate a new show, Lakers Weekend for the weekend. So much to talk about, so much to do, and so much that we're preparing ourselves for because it's going to be a great second round series for the Lakers as they face off against the Warriors on Tuesday. We've got a lot more to talk about until then. And you'll find out about it a lot more right here at the Lakers Fast Break Podcast.